T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Police shootings account for over 1,000 American deaths every year, and more often than not, the catalyst is something relatively small. Traffic stops, a $20 cigarette. It doesn't make sense that it could accelerate that fast. There has been much uproar after a video showed Grand Rapids police shooting and killing Patrick Leoya. As these incidents pile up, what can be done to reduce the death at the hands of law enforcement? This is Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. On April 4th, squad car dash cam video combined with security footage from a private residence showed a Grand Rapids police officer shooting and killing Patrick Leoya. Patrick had been stopped for improper registration on his vehicle. At one point, Patrick gets out of the car and refuses to get back into the car. After a few seconds, he begins to move away and the officer attempts to stop him. The two get into an altercation with the police officer on Patrick's back who is face down. The officer is heard yelling, let go of the taser and then drop the taser. And then a few seconds after that, the officer shoots and kills Patrick. The traffic stop was justified. I'm not sure why Mr. Leola refused to provide his driver's license. He indicated he understood English. He refused to get back in the car. I'm not sure why he ran from law enforcement and the struggle ensued where there's a fight over the police officer's taser, which ultimately led to Mr. Leoya being shot. Prior to the actual shot being fired by the police officer, I did not see the officer doing anything wrong from the entire incident until we got to the point, which is what the question is, was the officer reasonably justified in firing his weapon at that point? And that's a question that the uh, Michigan State Police and the investigation and uh, the prosecutor's office is going to have to determine. That is use of force expert and Cooley Law Professor Lewis Langham. Lewis was also a Michigan State Police officer for over 20 years. I'm not going to be able to answer if the shooting was justified. Lewis said it. That will be up to investigators. But the question I have is, did it have to be this way? Genesee County Sheriff Chris Swanson says the use of force has to match the situation. Law enforcement is a profession that operates under a force continuum. And that force continuum is solely based on the rules of engagement for subject control and officer response. What starts that, it could be a high-profile search warrant or a traffic stop. But when you look at some of the most tragic instances that we have dealt with over the last several decades, they start with some very small interactions, traffic stops, a $20 cigarette. It doesn't make sense that it could accelerate that fast. But when you look at the actions of an officer, the burden of 
force falls on the officer, it will always fall on the officer. Former Detroit Police Chief and author Ike McKinnon says, well, incidents like what happened to George Floyd a couple of years ago or Patrick Leoya a couple of weeks ago aren't common. That does not matter. The unfortunate thing is that we have these kinds of incidents. Thank God it's not a great number, but any one incident like this leads to another incident. And then that lack of trust within the respective community within the United States of America. There's 40 million African-American people. There's 45 million Hispanic people, I believe it is. And there's a lack of trust. We gotta have, we gotta have trust in this country and law enforcement. That is most important because when a person calls a law enforcement officer for their assistance, they want to make sure that the situation is not escalated to a higher point than when they started. There has to be a sense of trust. Just how common are police shootings? According to a Washington Post database, Joseph Miller, Dustin Saffel, Charlie Thompson, and a fourth unnamed person have all been shot and killed by police in Michigan since Patrick Leoya was killed. It's been two weeks. How do we fix this? Earlier in the pod, Chief McKinnon mentioned building trust. He says it starts there. When we went through the training, they would say, I'm, I don't believe in that BS, you know. And they, I mean, they would use the real words. For them to be trained in handling or being cordial and being community-oriented type people, that's not the way that they think. They think it's us versus them. And that's not the way that policing should be done. And in my belief that we and law enforcement have to say, we have to do something different in terms of what we're doing to get the communities to trust us uh, across this country. We have to get people to understand and trust us that the final resort is not going to be the use of force or taking someone's life or to lose a police officer's life. I think that's a way to ease the tension of the problem that we have in our country. Lewis, our use of force expert and former police officer, says building trust is indeed the answer, though he told me he wasn't sure how we'd get there. The police are going to have to say, we trust you, and the citizens are going to have to say, we trust you back. And everything has to get to some kind of reasonable even kill level where both parties respect each other. I stop you as a police officer. I ask you to do certain things that are legally you're obligated to do. Please do them, and this will go smooth. And I promise you that if you do them, I will not do anything that may cause you great bodily harm or your life because of it. Right now, we don't have that police-citizen agreement that if you do what you're supposed to do, citizen, I will do what I'm supposed to do as a law enforcement officer, and everybody will walk away, and the worst thing that will happen is you will have a ticket. Look, there is no easy answer. That's obvious. If there was, this would have been solved long ago. For Ike McKinnon, a man who was not only beaten up by Detroit police as a young child, but who also survived an attempted murder at the hands of a fellow officer during the race riots in the late 1960s, this, he says, is where change starts. A true psychological evaluation when officers or people are recruited into law enforcement, number two, to do this kind of psychological evaluation minimally twice a year to see where that officer, he or she, is coming from in terms of what they're doing. Number three, Let's look at what we call the activity log sheet. Who do the officers are stopping and the kind of complaints that are made against them? You know, we have officers who have 10, 15 similar complaints of how they talk with people. And number four, you have people who are promoted in systems 
in which they have said and done the same things that we're talking about over a regular basis. And we have people who become higher-ups on departments and said and done the same things that we're talking about. If we don't do this, it's going to continue. Genesee County Sheriff Chris Swanson says there are other things that can be done, things that can be improved or changed on the job. Remember what happened with Brianna Taylor in Louisville. She was killed in a no-knock warrant. The allegation is the officers never identified themselves, something the sheriff says should never happen. We are going to make sure that they know that we are law enforcement. I don't want a single person on the team that's hitting the door with a hat on backwards, with a red wing insignia. I don't want anything that doesn't say anything other than sheriff. Imagine hitting a door at five in the morning and the first thing you wake up to is some figure. And without that figure being identified, it can cause a reaction and it goes to your first question, how can it accelerate so fast? We've gotta be understanding of the mindset of the individual that we're interacting with. What are they perceiving? And sometimes in a sympathetic response, which is, as I said, that fight or flight, 99.9% of the time, we're able to make good judgment observation. But when your pulse rate is 160, it's dark out, anybody makes reactionary decisions. So how do we make it crystal clear and that is to be bold on our commands. Don't give multiple verbal commands. Make them aware that we are the police, lights, sirens. One of the things that seems so complex to me is what is a threat? I mean, things that are and are not a threat are sometimes very obvious. But it's not always that easy. So Sheriff Swanson says you have to be very intentional. We operate in a profession where we're going to come across weapons. And the idea of using deadly force or not using deadly force has to be more than just seeing a weapon. You've got to articulate why was that weapon, why was that person a threat to you or someone else? And it's got to be done in a microsecond. So plan ahead so you can respond in that fight or flight sympathetic position. So just because you see a gun, train yourself now that you've got to instantaneously determine is that a threat or is it not? Just a gun is not a threat. I'll be honest, I wanted one thing out of this podcast. I wanted to know if the words justified and necessary are the same. So when I got the chance, I asked. I'm very curious if justified means necessary. No, it, it doesn't always. You, you always have options as a police officer. You know, look at it this way. Another police officer may not have pulled his weapon and fired. Another police officer may have been able to secure physically and rebuff Patrick's resistance. So it may not have come out the, the, the same way had there been another police officer. We'll never know. So my question is, does justified mean necessary? Yeah, and, and that's really a great point. That's why I always go back to the kind of people that we recruit into law enforcement. What is their mental state? Uh, just because something is justifiable in terms of how people are trained, is it factual or good because of the mindset? Neither one of them really answered that question about justified and necessary. They both kind of said no, but I really committed to it. And maybe that's what makes all of this so difficult. For the officer, it's a split second for the rest of their life and certainly for the rest of yours, too. I want to thank my former colleague, WWJ Morning anchor Jason Scott, for his interview with Genesee County Sheriff Chris Swanson. Best of luck to Jason and his new adventures. And also, thank you to Cooley Law Professor Lewis Langham and Ike McKinnon, the former Detroit Police Chief, for speaking with me. You can find more on Patrick Leoya at WWJNewsRadio.com.
Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Royal Oak. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.